welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now let's get into it. Hey, hey, friends, it's Monica here. Welcome back to another episode of Maiden Speech. Now, this week, I have picked a topic that I feel flows on really, really well from last week. So if you haven't yet listened to um, having your own back, I highly recommend that you go back and do that because I feel like this is the natural progression. This is the first place that we should be looking. If we're actually starting to reflect on ourselves and our own relationship with ourselves and how we treat ourselves, you cannot overlook the way that we speak to ourselves, number one. And I did cover this a little bit in last week's podcast, but it's kind of, it's been on my mind this week and I've been sort of been more sensitive in noticing how other people speak. And yesterday I was triggered a little bit. I got a Snapchat from a friend and she listens to this, so I know she'll know this is about her. And she Snapchatted a photo of some flowers that had been sent to her with no name on them. And I said, ooh, secret admirer. And she said, haha, yeah, right. Now, I mean, you could interpret it however you want, right? However, I, because I know this person, interpret it, interpreted it, <laughs> I can't say, how do you say that? Interpreted? Hopefully you're all saying that with me. You know what I mean? I, and whatever, that word is a dig at herself, right? Because I feel like we say a lot of things as jokes that are actually not, you know? We mask it as a joke, we pass it off as something insignificant, but actually, if you go under that comment, what she was saying was, yeah, right, no one would, I don't have a secret admirer, no one would send me, no one would admire me, you know? And because I've heard her say before things about, like along that line, and statements, like as facts, like I'm single forever, that kind of thing. And it was really interesting because I think that's a really important topic that we actually start looking at the way that we speak and understand the power of the words that we use. Because when you say something, you also hear it. And when you're saying it about yourself, yourself is hearing it. And so we're constantly reinforcing whatever belief that we hold about ourselves. So why are we so careless and why are we so how would we even say this like we just say these things as if it has no consequence as if it has no impact and we follow the crowd and the crowd I mean let's look at the situation in New Zealand in terms of mental health for example the crowd is not who you want to be following. We want to be following the people that have a really healthy relationship and appreciation and respect for themselves. And they do not belittle themselves like that. They do not undermine themselves. They do not offend themselves. Now, and I mean, no one's perfect, but I feel like if we start paying attention to this, if we actually start listening to how many times a day we're having little digs at ourselves and and it's actually quite hard to monitor but it's just that shift and even if you start by listening to other people and listen to the way that they 
they talk about themselves and you'll be able to determine pretty much are they someone that has a high value kind of mindset around themselves or are they focused on lack and limitation and you know what's what's wrong and what's not good enough and this sort of thing it really as I've talked about before seeing it in the studio talking about that vulnerability when you're talking with someone about being photographed they will tell you everything that you need to know in that moment even when they find out that I'm a photographer you know the faces that they pull and the the reasons that they give for not wanting to be photographed it's massive and this is just about photography these are the tiny you know the tiny amount of people that I actually get to speak to and connect with but we're all doing this all the time and it needs to change because it's actually not in our best interests to be sitting at home beating ourselves up for not being good enough and half the time not even realizing because you know if we use my friend in the flowers as an example you know if you had a friend who you know if you you were hanging out at your house and you just received this bunch of flowers and you said to your friend oh maybe I have a secret admirer and she said to you oh as if would you be friends with that person anymore no but just because it's it's internal that's worse that is us betraying ourselves that is us not having our own backs and then the flow-on effect from that you know because we have to serve from the overflow how can we then go out into the world being positive being loving being kind being light when we've just punched ourselves in the face essentially We've just told ourselves everything that's wrong and we're constantly reinforcing that. And, you know, we have a lot of thoughts in a day. So how many of those just happen without you even noticing? How many times do you actually just feel bad about yourself and you, you don't even really register it, you know? But it's like we're not, we're not victims here. We can totally change this and turn it around. And the first thing is awareness. You know, we can't fix what we're not aware of. So... When was the last time you said something nice to yourself? And when was the last time you said something nasty? The mirror is a good one for this. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? And what do you say to yourself? How do you feel? You know, it's a very big one. And that's, you know, we, we put so much emphasis on appearance. As if that's where our value comes from. Which is just us getting caught up in our cultural stuff. And all the companies that make a lot of money out of us not feeling good enough. But yeah, have a think about that. Because the other thing that's really been on my mind this week is this thing of busyness and how busy we are and how stressed we are and how we wear it as a badge. And I am 100% speaking from experience here that I've had to really reflect on how I spend my time, how I spend my energy and how much of that has been given away and how my entire life... I have allowed to be dictated by work, by other people's needs, you know, way before I actually prioritise my own needs and getting clear on what's important because as I just said a couple of minutes ago, we have to serve. That's the whole point of it is service to others. How can I serve when I'm a zombie? You know, I can't serve anyone, (laughs) can't even serve myself. So this culture that we have And I was just chatting to one of my coaches about this. 
And my one of my favorite, favorite spiritual teachers, who sadly is not with us anymore, but his name is Wayne Dyer, and he talked so much about ego and that the ego tells us that we are what we do, what we have, and what other people think of us. And so as long as we're coming and living from that state of ego, it's not going to be good. And I was just saying to my coach, you know, for a long time, I was ruled by the part of my ego, which was about achievement, so doing. So I felt you know, validated, I felt valuable and important when I was achieving a lot. So I worked really, really hard. And that's working hard there is nothing wrong with it. Amazing things happen when you work hard. However, it's the intention behind the work. And so while I am so grateful because all of that work has led me to where I am, which is amazing, but it's now time for me to reset and reset my priorities. Because the intention behind that and the underlying thing was not having my back. It was about, I'm not good enough as I am. Therefore, I have to achieve more. If I have more followers online, if I have more clients, if I have more money, if more people know that I exist, if I win this award, if I, whatever, if I have a nice new website, if I have a nice new car, if I have whatever, you know, whatever it is, all of those things at varying, <laughs> varying times. But that's not good for us, you know? And it's just amazing how all of these topics weave in together because this thing of being busy, like chatting to my friends, you know, we have to, we have to book dinners months in advance because we're constantly busy. I was like, but is that productive? Is that productive to our, to our soul? Or is it just that we're running around feeling important because we have a lot of appointments, we have a lot of dinner parties, we have a lot of weddings to go to? Or is it actually at the, at the crux of it, is this something that's serving us? Is it, is it good for us? Or is it burning us out and making us cranky? And so then when we do show up for the people in our lives who really matter most, what do we even have left? Are we on empty? Completely empty and we go home and we're cranky and we don't have energy to actually sit down and practice some self-awareness and have our own backs, read books, do things for us, exercise, meditate, go for walks, pick up the guitar. You know, we've all got this list of things that we would love to do and we never have time for it. And at the end of the day, is that something that falls under the umbrella of sabotage? Is busyness a way of avoiding doing things that that might take us out of our comfort zone. Maybe. According to one of my other coaches, Stuart Walter, he would definitely say that busyness is one of the most commonly used masks because when we're too busy, oh, we can't do it. It's a, it's a, you know, a valid excuse. We can feel good about that excuse instead of saying, oh, we're actually too scared. Oh, we're too busy. It's not glamorous to be too busy at all. And if we go back to further topics that I've covered so far on these podcasts, you know, purpose. What is your purpose? And having your own back, being able to say no to people. This all is just coming together in such a powerful way because all of these things are critical. 
And these are all things I've learned myself that I've been working on within myself to achieve balance and harmony so that I can take my passion project, which is my photography and my business, and be amazing, that I can show up and be so inspired, so passionate, so happy that I can give so much to my clients. But not if I'm running around saying yes to everyone else, prioritizing everyone else's needs above my own, what can I then bring to my clients? You know, in the big dreams, writing books, having podcasts, speaking, traveling, all of that. These things don't happen when you are filling in every spare second of your time with other people. And that's, that's part of it too, you know. It makes us feel good and important to have lots of friends and to be really social. It also means that we're never really alone. And especially with, you know, smartphones and social media, we can literally be alone and never be alone. Constantly online chatting to people, connecting with people. But then often it's in that superficial way. And actually... It's being still, being on your own. Can you sit still on your own and be happy with who you are? And when was the last time you did that? Just uninterrupted. Did you meditate? Were you sitting with a book? Or are you always around other people? It's definitely something to think about. It's really interesting what happens when you start prioritizing time for this because this is where you start to hear the the answers and the solutions. If you're someone that speaks to yourself really badly, those moments of silence, that's when you're going to find out why. That's when you're going to clearly hear what you really feel. And then once those things come up, then you can confront them, you can challenge them. You can figure out where they came from. Are they even your beliefs? Did someone else say something to you once and you internalized it? Or did that belief come from someone else Or not even from someone else? Was it something that you created in your mind to explain why someone vanished from your life? Or, you know, why that friend suddenly doesn't show up anymore? Or why that person broke up with you? Or whatever. Because we do it. We all do it. Because we want to know why. We want to understand why. And so we start making up our own stories. And maybe that story has harmed you more than you could ever know. And you'll find that out when you take time to just sit and be still. And because that is having your own back. Loving yourself enough to dig deep, to get to the root of these problems. Loving yourself enough to confront the painful stuff, to challenge it. And then to spend time with yourself, getting to know yourself, healing yourself, helping yourself, celebrating yourself. And then changing these beliefs because it is it is more than possible. You can totally transform. You can take the most awful thoughts that you have about yourself. Like my biggest one was that I'm insignificant, you know? For years and years and years, I thought no one cares I'm insignificant. That was, and so even now, when I see the word insignificant, when I actually see it written down somewhere, I'm like, oh, like it always hits me like right in the heart for a second. But now, like someone who feels insignificant, doesn't start a podcast. However, in order to do that, I had to confront that. And when I went to start it, those beliefs did come up again for me. 
Like, who's gonna care? Who's gonna listen to me? Who cares what my opinions are? I'm insignificant. That's that I am thing, right? That was a really powerful one. I'm like, whose belief is that? Because I no longer choose that. That's not even true. And sometimes when you're confronting these beliefs, the best thing to do is to hit them with facts, with a logic. When you actually look at it, like, who thinks that I'm insignificant? Well, people that I don't know or that aren't listening, okay? But the feedback that I have received so far would suggest to me that there are a lot of people who have my back. There are a lot of people who take time to listen, to connect. It's amazing. So why would I then punish myself and beat myself up over something that's not even true, you know? All right, friends, this one is going to be a little bit shorter this week. And what I would so strongly encourage you all to do, spend some time on your own, being still, being quiet. Do a meditation, YouTube, a guided one. Just listen to some music and zone out and see what comes up. And ask whatever you believe in. Ask the universe. You know, how can I, what do I need to heal? What do I need to know? And watch things appear. It's amazing. It's like magical, but we have to ask and we have to be present and we have to feel worthy enough to do that. But then taking that little step in the right direction, all of a sudden it can transform things, honestly. It really can. And I feel like the, the biggest thing that we can do is listen to our words, listen to the way that we speak. When you walk past a window and you see a reflection, what do you say to yourself? You know? When someone treats you really badly, do you respond and like panic and fear or can you can you step back and think oh hey that person's they must be having a bad day that's actually not about me and the more that we can talk about this and challenge each other and my friends and I we do this all the time if one of us you know says something the other ones will jump on them and it's it's great because it keeps you accountable and it it keeps you mindful because it is easy to to slip into things and to forget you know, but when you've got that inner circle that have your back, that love you enough to actually say, wait, what did you just say? And then you have a chance to correct it and fix it. And so I hope that you guys can, for anyone that's really struggling with this, an hour, just being mindful of and listening to the way that you speak to yourself. Because what's interesting is that all of these beautiful people would never speak like that to someone else but we do it to ourselves and what happens is that all those other people miss out on us so we're actually punishing them it's not about us we're by crippling ourselves like that we're holding ourselves back from what we can give to everyone else so yeah all right guys awesome chatting with you um and i'll be back next week take care my friends see you soon